0: Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic
0: Hits. Um, I wanted to get to this particular article, and I know we've often talked about this idea in the Constitution that a woman's place is in the home. Sounds a little bit archaic. It does actually sound very old-fashioned. But let me just read out the article very quickly to you, The wording in the Constitution the wording of the article states that by her life within home, woman gives to the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved. It is further stated that because of this primary function as homemakers, mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in their home. Now, according to the Minister for State and Responsibility for Special Education, Joseph Madigan, it's time we had a referendum and removed this this piece of the Constitution because it's outdated and doesn't reflect a modern Society and she joins me on the air. Good afternoon to you, Good
1: afternoon.
0: Uh, I think the last time we spoke actually was in relation to a referendum as well when we talked about divorce and congratulations. I know that particular referendum was a success. Well done to you and everybody that was involved in that as well. It was about time, I think, that we shortened that particular period of time. But here's another referendum, of course, that you're suggesting. But there is an argument, Josipa, and if you go back in time, I suppose, in 1937, Eamon de Valera, who was the architect of the Constitution, he basically claimed that everyone knows there is a little chance of having a home if there is no woman in it. The woman is really the homemaker. And it ties in with the the research that was done by Sullis, going back in May 2019, where they said more than two-thirds of the 218,000 women they surveyed who work in the home and have third-level education did not want to return to a paid job. So, Although it sounds old-fashioned, women tend to be always the primary carers, don't they?
1: Well, not always, Nile. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I think we have to acknowledge that some parents choose to stay at home to raise their, their children, um, the mothers in particular, and they absolutely should if that's what they want to do. But others go to work either through choice or necessity. And I don't think that our Constitution should discriminate is against uh, those working parents. Um, and to me... This article, you know, harks back to, you know, you, you said old-fashioned. I think it's more to me an out-of-touch type of Ireland, uh, not a modern. Well, a different
0: Ireland. Ireland, certainly. Yes. Yeah,
1: I mean, the, I mean, the gendered language in this article is completely at odds uh, with family life, to my mind, in modern Ireland, um, and. Indeed, this government's policy regarding equality of opportunity and gender e- equality, and our constitution, uh, Niall, as you know, is it, 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 it is our fundamental law and expresses the values of our society. It's a living document and it has to be updated as the values of our society change. But there, um, there, is and, there not an argument?
0: But is there not an argument that this piece of, uh, although yes, you're right, it is old fashioned, it is a little bit outdated, it doesn't reflect a modern Ireland and all that kind of stuff. But in saying that, if I was a feminist and I wanted, to, you know equality and I wanted rights for women, that this somehow gives very favourable rights to women per se, particularly. And we've talked about family law. We talked about family law last week and there's an unconscious, I'm not saying there's an obvious bias, but an unconscious bias that a woman is assumed to be the primary carer, for example. This unconscious bias that we constantly have. And maybe for women, for men it's probably a bad thing, but for women it's not such a bad thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, in the wider discussion that we've had recently now around maternity leave, paternity, you know, paternity leave and parental leave, I mean, I think we really have to consider this article, uh, which, which really sends out a message to Irish people effectively that a woman is neglecting her duties um, if she is is not working inside the home. And as someone who, who does work outside the home, I uh, work in the house as opposed to the mm-hmm. home. Um, in fact, I probably do both a lot of the time, but I, I find it quite insulting to me. And, it, you know, when we think about 1973 and the marriage bar uh, was only lifted then, which allowed women to go out to work. Um, so it's not to say that women have to work but you know that that are are you know that they're quite entitled to stay at home but you know, the Constitution doesn't seek to define the place of men, and it therefore follows that it shouldn't seek to define the place of women. Um, you know, it, it, to me, it's discriminatory, it's anachronistic, it's outdated. Could it's we out change it? Can we, and I I think mean, we, but I think we need to expedite this and find a consensus and move on the issue. Um, whatever it is we decide to do with this, we need a government decision on it. And I know the Citizens' Assembly on gender equality uh, did discuss this proposal at great length earlier this year, and I know will require further legal examination obviously cross-party consensus as well and i hope that it can be progressed in the very near future and um, because i do think it's crucial and to me the backdrop uh, to everything we're talking about because i mean duties in the home today are undertaken uh, by mothers yes but fathers as well grandparents siblings uh carers uh you know and many other people also and um, so just, by the way, does
0: it surprise you, Josie, for that, you know, according to this solace report, which was done back in May 2019, now there was 200, and, uh, I think it was 218,000 women were surveyed, that more than two-thirds of the women who work in the home and have a third-level education do not want to return to a paid job, according to the, the, this particular survey. Now, I found out a lot of other stuff, too, but that surprised me, that, uh, because I didn't... Well, I, it,
1: it, in, to a certain degree, it doesn't, and I think you know, it, it can be very difficult for women to balance both. Um, you know, we, we've seen that, that they could be on a career path and then they have a, a baby and everything changes and they choose, to, you know, to stay at home or it's harder for them to get back into the workplace. So to me, this, this article underpins that. And society as a whole, we have to embrace um, women and men you know, sharing that workload um, and sharing their place in the home, which is very different to... Well, then what about, a, 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 what about I changing? I, I mean, mother okay. And
0: father. You know the legalities of it more than I would, because obviously you work in the legal profession too. But you would know the legalities of changing the constitution rather than removing a line. I, I don't know what's involved in that. We talked about that with the pro when we talked about the pro-life campaigns at the time as well. But I mean, okay, let, let's say remove the word "woman" and say, by their life within the home, a person gives to the state the support without cannot uh, say the family cannot be achieved, etc., etc. Could we not change it? Because I think what the article well, but, does but, protects people who maybe can't get a job or don't get a job that they don't have to. And the state should provide for them, you know, uh, so they don't neglect their children. I think that's probably a good thing.
1: No, and, and and I don't disagree with that. And you know, obviously, what what I'm looking for is, is the fact that I find that this is insulting to women. But I, I do think, you know, the Citizens' Assembly, for example, have said that the clause should be retained and amended to make it gender neutral, mm-hmm. which goes to the point that you're talking about, and that may well be the road that it that the way? It's not impossible. I mean. My difficulty at the moment is that we have done nothing on it. Um, the Oireachtas Committee, uh, the Oireachtas Justice and Equality Committee considered this matter in the last dawn, term, but no final decision was, was taken. Um, and there was due to be a referendum held previously, but that was postponed. So it's time now, uh, on the backdrop of everything else that we're talking about, uh, it's time to return to this issue and give it the attention it deserves. Um, to to the satisfaction uh, of the majority of people, so that we're not in any way trying to you know segregate one group from another. But I do think that the constitution has to reflect uh, society as a whole, and in my view, it doesn't when it's it's trying to define. Where a woman should and shouldn't be, and I don't agree with that.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Well, listen. Uh, when do you when do you think a referendum may take place in relation to this? Although everything is kind of up in the air at the moment in this. Well, that, well that's
1: it. And yeah. obviously, you know, I, I I would just like to see you know the government uh, and cabinet to consider this um, as soon as possible, so that we we can put it to the Irish people. And, and thank you for your. Um, acknowledgement of the divorce referendum it was great to see 81% of people
0: who supported that. Yeah, it was a landslide. Absolutely. And I, and I thought, kind of knew it would be, to be honest, which I think I said yes, at the time. So,
1: so, you know, and I, and I do think that there will be support for this. Um, I mean, the Irish people have led the way in modernising our constitution in recent years, and to me, this is the next step. And, oh. um, you know, so we we will hopefully it'll be done sooner rather than later.
0: All right, listen, thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate you coming thank on the uh, air, Josie Pimanda, again, who is of course the Minister for State uh, for Special Education and Inclusion. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio—the multi-award-winning Niall Boylan show. Classic. Hit.